You are listening to a Trip to India podcast, the podcast where women inspire women to dream big. In this episode, meet Miss Jennifer King. She is the CEO of I See Me Events and the curator of Ready, Set, Grow Entrepreneur and Business Development Conference. And in short, she's just the woman that makes things happen. So thank you for joining my show. Having me. <laughs> Is there anything that I left out? I, I really try to celebrate all accolades and accomplishments. So please share if there's anything else that I missed. Degrees, other events, all type of stuff. I mean, um, basically, it was an awesome intro. I can want me to tell you some of my background. Yeah, if you like. Okay, you know, uh, I see me. It stands for I create memories that last a lifetime. Because when you choose my event company, I want to leave a memory, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've done from paint and sips with violinists. I've done from conferences, socials, premieres, a wedding. You know, um, it's nothing that I see me events have not, you know, done. So I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm in Alabama and in Georgia. Look at that. Two. Two locations, y'all. Right. <laughs> so I like to play a game. It's my icebreaker. Um, it's two truths and one lie. We're going to do three rounds of it. You give me two truths, one lie, and I try to figure out what the lie is. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Go. <laughs> I have nine brothers. I have a master's in business. I have my own special wine that I make that people really like. Hmm. So is the lie that you have nine brothers? Oh, you think you know me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the lie. I have only three, well, two brothers, that's my actual brother, but, you know, I have a cousin I consider a brother, so yeah. So, can you tell me a little bit about that wine? I love me a good drink. (laughs) I can't tell you the ingredients, but just, it's more along the lines of, because I like red blend, so Mm -hmm. it's more blend, blend, um, bitter, but dry but sweet all in one mm-hmm. so good. it's so good so when you come and visit me mm-hmm. you're gonna get- <laughs> okay all right so round two okay i lived in ohio i love sushi and i have four total Excuse me, four toes on each feet. But I'm like feet, but. Okay, so look, I had a young lady already who came on this show and changed my life with her extra toe. So please, (laughs) please do not have four toes on foot. Is that the lie? That's the lie. (laughs) <laughs> amen amen because i thought the extra toe was a lie and then that ended up being a truth and i was just oh, like oh my god she said something about her bones but they just they, her body grows extra bones type stuff like that but yeah okay Woo! that was a good one that was oh that was a quick one 
<laughs> How long were you in Ohio? Four years. Uh, my first year of college, I attended Wilberforce University. Go woo. woo. Um, yeah, it was my first experience going to a private HBCU. Mm. Went there, loved it, was my class president. Um, I had really established great relationships with people from all across the country. Mm-hmm. So that's very impactful in my, you know, undergrad experience. That's one of the things I regretted. I wish I would have picked. Well, I did choose an HBCU. I just didn't attend the HBCU. Okay. I wish I would have attended an HBCU. It was not saying experience. that. I, yeah, I feel like that's something that would have been really meaningful and impactful. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, third round. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been married for 12 years. Um, I have worked in the financial industry for, I've worked there 15 years. Um, my parents live in Canada. Hmm. You've been married for 12 years. I'm like, like, look, some people, because it could have been a technicality type thing. Like it could have been like, we never signed those papers. So yes, you know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now that's really cool. And your parents live in Canada? Yes. My mother, uh, she married a Canadian. They've been up there for like 15, 16 years now. Oh man. Good for her. Do you visit? Lord, not like she would like, you mm-hmm. know, COVID, but you know, some more visits coming because Lord, when she watched this, she's going to be like, and no, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, COVID has really uh, put a monkey ring. So, you know, but we got to stay safe. I understand. Yep. Well, before we begin our conversation, I always like to reiterate for my listeners on why I started a trip to India podcast, specifically this season, the way that I'm doing it, it's because I wanted to create a safe space for women, specifically Black women, to just feel inspired and encouraged to explore different like career ventures, or even if they know what they want to do, get a few tips and advice on how to go about it by hearing the testimonies of women like you that are in your field, dominating, doing what you got to do, and just letting them know that if you could do it, they could do it too. That's right. So you are something similar to me, like, um, I want to say like a Karen Sybil to me, because she just puts things together. And that's something that I personally seen under you, (laughs) I was for the record for my listeners this woman was the first woman to take a chance on me and um I assisted her with a couple of events beginning my trying to figure out whatever India was going to do journey (laughs) so I'm still grateful I learned a lot even though I had to disappear for a second because I just had to get my mental and spiritual together. <laughs> but I really am still very grateful. If I ever, when I become famous, you will be a part of my bio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so um, how long have you curated events? Um, it started 
since 2014, you know, um, I've always, I had a plan. I always had to have a plan like, oh, we're going here. Okay. At eight o'clock, this is what's going to happen. 10 o'clock, we're going to transition. So mm -hmm. I was like, I love executing events. I love putting people in their places and they just show up and just be like, wow, yeah. you know, moments are so inspirational to me because it makes me want to wow you more. Mm -hmm. So since 2014, I, I've been doing events. It started with my friends. Um, and then in 2018, I made it an LLC and I said, you know what, let's do it big and on a different, um, you know, scale. And I really want to saturate the market and fill in the gaps where it's needed for event planning. Definitely. So when did you, what was your aha moment? Like, when did you realize, like, you know what? Like, maybe uh, when you was like, let me legitimize this. Let me make this an LLC. What was that moment like? When it was right before 2018 and I did a birthday event for a friend and just sitting back and taking it all in Everybody was loving the decor. They was loving the energy. They were smiling, taking pictures. And I'm hearing, yes, I, I see me events. I see me events, Jennifer. So, of course, when it's something meaningful to me, I'm over here like, okay, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> that particular event, I did it all on my own. Tired as crap. But I did it from the content making, the videography, the photography, the planning, the setting, the schedules, the seating. So when it came together successfully, due to me being strategic with my planning, I said, okay. Yeah. It's time, it's time you know. So. Yeah, I can definitely relate. It's like once you see that when they say ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's like, right. When they say, and it's not wrong at all at so all. yeah I think once you started to see that you can really do it yes did yes. it give you like an adrenaline rush oh it did I was like okay the next event uh you know I was so excited you know because my motto is this you're gonna do it and it's either gonna be successful or you're gonna learn or you cannot do it and you'll never know right that's and true well so I was like, let me just do it. Let me take my money from my JP Morgan nine to five job. And let me just create my own budget, create a budget for my client, have something to sit on for my event planning. And it, it worked. Yeah. I was like, actually worked. I said, okay. So yes. I started planning more and more and I transitioned into a LLC. So I heard you mention your nine to five. Can you kind of like elaborate on like how it is, you know, some people feel like once they get an LLC, I'm quitting my job. I'm going like, you know, like how essential do you believe that a nine to five can be to your own business? You know, um, I say this and I say it strong heartedly. Um, do not quit if you're not prepared. Do not quit if you actually still love the industry you're in and you're nine to five. You know, people are getting degrees and creating debts. So learn from your nine to five and transition in the right way. 
you know, I was blessed to get an undergraduate degree and a master's and be in uh, financial industries for Fidelity, J.P. Morgan and places like that in marketing and planning at uh, eight nonprofits. So mm-hmm. if you can utilize that experience and still balance your own business, do it until you can fully walk away and have a good annual pay for yourself. You right. can support business. You have insurance. You see what I'm saying? Set yourself up for success. You know, don't walk away because, you know, you feel like I can do it and you don't have a plan. So think about it. I mean, of course, everyone want to have their own business on their own. But sometimes things happen. You know, event planning is a luxury. It's Mm. not necessity. So you have to be smart about your moves. So either way, I just say be smart about it. And it can work if you want it to. Right. I I like that. That makes sense. Make it make sense, people. (laughs) Make it make sense. Set yourself up for success, not for failure. (laughs) Now, you've done quite a few events. Was there ever one that either you failed or you felt like you were on the brink of failing? Like, how did you handle that moment? Like, with an event that you thought, like, oh, this is just not even going to come together or it's not coming the way that I really wanted it to come or something like that. <laughs> I'm about to expose myself. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listen, and you was part a uh, part of this one. Um <laughs> Okay, so my first year for Ready Set Grow. Oh, it was successful, but I'm going to be transparent. Behind the scenes India, she was my assistant. She knew I was freaking out. Yeah. I the host on the panel, and I was the planner. I had my assistant, but she could do so much. So I'm like, oh my God, Lord, please let my plan come together. And it was successful, but I was tired. I seen where it was opportunity. For growth. And for growth, definitely. Opportunity for growth, expansion, um, opportunity to just really start uh contracting out people who knew what they were doing and mm-hmm. at all. So I've learned my lesson. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm running like crazy, but we made it happen. We pulled it together because it was a vision that I told myself, no matter what, I was going to fulfill this vision because Ready, Set, Grow is my baby. Mm-hmm. And you were, you were a part of that. So I thank you. But, you know, we were tired. I enjoyed it, though. I thought it was I thought the event was nice. I enjoyed the speakers. Um, I think you still did your thing. So don't, I, you know, you're a perfectionist, so you're probably going to be harder on yourself than everybody else. But I, I will say that that was a success, okay? <laughs> Even the second one. Thank you. I love the second one. Yeah, the second one was really cool. I still follow a couple of those people. Yes, all the panelists are super dope. They're very inspirational and they are walking in their visions. So, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of that, how important for someone that does want to curate events, is it for them to develop a network? Important. Let me (laughs) tell you, you cannot do it all. You don't know it all. You know, you need to learn, you need to grow, you need to be around creatives. That's when your juices really start flowing. I can't tell you how many times I sat in a room with people doing other other things and we came together and we made a big thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
it was so just pivotal in my moment of being an event planner and owner, a woman, a black woman at that saying, okay, we came together. We put our visions out there and look at this thing grow. Yeah. So important. It's very important. Do you have any like, um, strategies on how to reach out to people? Well, you know, I used to say network, network, network. Uh, in person, due to COVID, we had to really be innovative and strategic about our networking. Follow people on social media. Uh, research people. Email them. Hey, I've seen your website on XYZ. I'm looking forward to knowing more about you. Here's my business information. I would love to uh, connect. You know, it's different ways. You know, just because you're not in person doesn't mean you can't connect, you know, um, Mm -hmm. be a person of your word. If you say you're going to return a call or follow up, be that business owner, because trust me, we remember Mm -hmm. that's how you grow and strengthen your network. Um, just be of your word. Just put it like that. Cause I don't know how many times, but she said she'll call me and you don't want to be and you'd be like, okay, you said you was gonna call last week and you didn't. So. Yeah, it's the details, it's the little things. Like, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> it is real quick. Uh huh. Y'all give me some grace. Y'all know I have graces, so sometimes I'm so hard. I'm such a perfectionist. I'm so hard at myself. I'm like, Lord, please don't let me be uh, slurring. So. Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice anything. I don't okay. think so. I don't think that was no. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was no swerving or nothing like that. No, you were good. Right. <laughs> um, I kind of want to develop a couple, like, what is your, okay. So if I'm somebody that wants to do what you're doing, mm-hmm. what are the key things? Like, uh, if you would say your top key things that you should consider before you even step into this industry, what is it? Definitely. Um, do your research. Know what it entails to be an event plan- planner, to execute a whole event. You need to research it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have your time? Are you going to have a consultation fee? Uh, do you have a list of vendors? Do you know different areas, what it looks like in different seasons? Do you have a connection of hotel change? You can reach out to a director, say, I need this venue at this time. So do your research and know you're going to have to put in work, mad work. Real work, hard labor. Real work. (laughs) Hands on. Hands on, wiping your tears and going back to your strategy and re-strategizing. So I say... Uh, do your research, um, keep going. Even when you fail at an event, keep going. Understand that failure only makes you better as an event planner. You know, you learn from your failures and you, you're better next time and you keep getting better. And the last one, get a mentor. Get someone mm-hmm. you can reach out to or follow someone who is in your industry. You know, I don't understand why it's a stigmatism stigmatism about people not wanting to befriend people who do, do the same, same thing. thing i do we connect yeah. we talk i have people that i look at and say you know what that was a great way you did that event you know and vice versa 
I think that's important because, and I believe, I feel like I spoke about this too. Um, I don't understand the stigmatism behind it as well, because you, each individual is unique. So yes, you might be in the same industry pool, but what you can bring to the table and what they can bring to the table can be two different things. So it's not necessarily a real competition. Y'all can really help each other out. Like, um, my girl, uh, she sells, uh, lingerie and, um, toys. Okay. So she says whenever she realized that it's an item that hasn't been doing really well, um, that she still has like a big um, inventory on, she finds somebody that's in the same industry and she offers to them wholesale. So even I was like, oh, that's smart. That's another um, income. Also, you're building relationships with other people in your field. Like it can be um, a mutual benefit for the both of y'all in the long run. And I tell people, get over yourself and reach out for help because <laughs> you do not. Like, I will, you know, I will reach out to some of my event planner friends and say, hey, how would you um, approach this? And they just tell me or they say, hey, Jennifer, can we partner? Heck, yeah, we can. You know, that's how you grow. So at the end of the day, I just say stay humble and just really reach out to people and follow people that are banging it out, you know, because it's it's people that follow me and say, what what do you do? How do you do it? And I tell Mm -hmm. them my whole uh, philosophy. I can give you the same recipe, but you still going to do it differently. Mm -hmm. You know, so. And keep it genuine. Like, um. I under I I watch other um well I listen to other podcasts and a lot of times they'll bring up how nobody wants to feel used. So like be genuinely engaged with these people that you're following. Don't just reach out for a handout. Obviously you want their help and you seeking their knowledge. Um, you know, because they kind of have an expertise in this and whatever it is that you're thinking of. So that's cool. But just make it a genuine connection, not just a gimme, gimme, gimme. Cause you might have something to offer as well. And you just never know. Now I want to, Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to switch gears a little bit and you can let me know if this is just like TMI or not. Um, because event planning is not cheap. So how do you, um, like express to people, like uh, how to curate their price points. So like they can get the venue that they want and then them as the curator can be uh, sufficiently paid for that as well. Is that too deep? (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say this, uh, you know, that's why your network is important. You will create connections that will lower your prices in major ways. So Mm -hmm. when you do offer your services, you can charge a service that makes sense, but still you're making a profit because Mm -hmm. you got that, you got that connection, right? Mm -hmm. So that hypothetically, that $5,000 venue is now 2000, that $10,000 venue is 3000. So because you have a personal connection. Exactly. Okay. Connection, connection, connections. Um, sponsorships. 
Um, so when you're setting your price point, people want to pay for quality. They want to pay for things that make sense to what they're looking for. So if I'm charging you $20,000 for an event that's including your budget and everything and my fee, you're going to say, look over everything and say, okay, that's actually more. I'm going to pay this, you know, do not change your fees for anyone because they can't afford it. Set your price and stick with it. But mm-hmm. offer something that matches your price, right? Mm-hmm. So hey, I you know, I think that's book, a big one. Yeah, when you book me, and I've had many people that say, "Oh, Jennifer, your minimum is X Y Z." Okay, it's not in my price range. Okay, I'm not that event planner for you at this time. You right. know, I'm not change my budget because it's not fitting yours. But when it does, I'm here. I can't wait to create a memory that lasts a lifetime. You know, right. Because you have a certain level of standard that you want to uphold. So I understand on that budget. And I think thick skin is probably one of those elements that somebody needs to have in your um, field because you're delegating a lot. That's right. You You cannot be indecisive in this game. You need to have your vision beforehand. Like when you when I used to work under you. You would speak to me and like I can just tell because I can go in a place and my creative uh, my creative le- uh, you know levels are low for like invent spaces right so I go in I'm like it's just a space you like no so we can just put this right here we could do that right there and then this and then that and then your little small touches I was like oh, okay 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 yeah because yeah it couldn't have been me. <laughs> so have a vision have a thick skin be okay with letting a couple people down or just be honest with people because I think a lot of people just are ignorant of what the prices mean like yeah yeah you can't have a ten thousand dollar looking event for just a thousand dollars you know because exactly. it can only get you this <laughs> and you know you have to set that expectation up. When a person comes to you for service, that's why consultations are very important. It's a transparent conversation about expectations from them and from you. You know, this is what you're expecting. And this is what I am expecting as well as your event planner. Here's the logistics. Do we agree? And that's where we can walk away and say, uh, not at this time, or we can sign and let's make it happen. Right. And contracts. Mm-hmm. That's a big mm-hmm. element under you. Yes, it is. Very important. You already know. You know. <laughs> you even had a contract. <laughs> you came correct. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, she is uh, very serious about her business. Most definitely. I tell people, I don't care if you uh, have them for 30 minutes to an hour, contracts cover your butt and your business. If you take your business seriously, you need to have a contract on everybody that's a part of that event, that's sponsoring the event, however you want to do it, have it on file. So in the event, and thank God I haven't ran into an issue, Mm -hmm. they say, I I was supposed to do this for X, Y, and Z. You can then pull that little contract and go to the scope of work on that contract and say, based on this contract, you signed on January the 2nd, 2020. It states you do X, Y, Z for this long and you get this compensation. So have cover your business, you know, if you take it seriously. And that's how you're going to learn and grow. 
Yes. So, okay. You've been in this for some years. Hmm. What is your advice to sustain longevity? <sighs> wow. You know, I was reflecting over that the other day. Um, is it like it came so quickly or you didn't realize that like, wow, I have been doing it this long? What was it? Um, I think to sustain it is don't give up on your vision and don't allow a situation, a pandemic or a person to steer your vision. Things will happen. Pandemics are going to happen. Um, the world is changing. Just stay very headstrong on your vision and what you set out to do regardless. And you'll be okay. You might have some moments where you're quiet, but then you're going to have some moments where you're banging it out back to back. It's seasons and it's levels to this. So just stick with it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> now, as I wrap this, I love to end all of my um, conversations with a reflection moment. So I need you to think back to 18-year-old Jennifer. And it doesn't have to do with just uh, your career. It's just, just life overall. What advice would you have given to yourself post high school like just entering the real world um wow oh we y'all i'm not that old hold up <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite question oh gosh. and mom dad um older family figure grandmother listen to them. They really do know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, I know when we get out of high school, we hit the world, we can be overzealous about life. Like we know it all and we've seen it all, but the facts are we haven't. And we're going to bump our heads and guess who we're going to call crying, snot running, mama, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. grandmama. So listen to them. Maybe you don't understand why, they are coming at you like that, but they, mm -hmm. know, you know, listen to them, digest it and understand that they seen, seen it, been, been there, heard that, experienced that, digest it, reflect and try to apply it to your life. Because it, if it was some um, advice I could have just listened to from my mom and my grandmother, oh, Lord, it would save me heartache. It would have saved me um walls that I had to turn around and say okay let me try again and not head busting domestic but you know, I know what just, you mean yeah <laughs> just listening and you know seize every moment you know lord knows if I could have my grandmother back here right now I would love on her and listen to her with mm -hmm. everything you know thank god I still have my mom but just you know listen to your elders they know what they're talking about they love you you know they've been there done that so that's the 18-year-old Jennifer, because, of course, you see how headstrong I am now at 35. Um, but I was like that growing up. You know, I'm the only mm -hmm. girl. I had a dream, and you couldn't tell me nothing, you know. And I was just like, I'm going to hit the ground running. But listen, just take a minute and listen. So. Yeah, I think this is the first time anybody even brought that up to literally take heed to what your elders have told you. It would save you <laughs> a lot of yes, yes. heartache. <laughs> yes, yes.
Because, you know, I'd be running and you'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. I think our pride make us want to just do it our own way or curiosity sometimes just to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. It's a mixture of both. I hear what you're saying. It's not going to happen to me, though, because I'm going to do this way. And this is what exactly. they were talking about the whole time. <laughs> yes. Now, I want to give you the floor to allow others to see where they can find you or if you have any events in April going on that you would like others to know. Where can we find Ms. Jennifer King? So you can definitely find my event company on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram is at I-C-M-E events. And on Facebook, it's at I-C-M-E events LLC. So for the next event, it's going live March 20th. I am having my third year for Ready, Set, Grow. (laughs) So I'm so excited because it's going to be in two states. Um, Mm. I know. I'm crying a moment. Oh, gosh. Um, It's going to be March, excuse me, May 8th in Mobile, Alabama at the Admiral Hotel. Again, it's going live March 20th in Atlanta. It's going to be at the W Hotel Ooh. and it's August. That date, uh, it will be displayed in um, June. So I'm excited. First year Mobile, third year in Atlanta. We have panelists that are, oh my gosh, phenomenal. I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, iHeartMedia. Yes. Okay, sponsor. <laughs> Yes, they are sponsors for uh, Ready, Set, Grow. So I just employ you to continue to grow. It's more to come from ICME events. Those are not the only two events. Just follow me and just stay tuned. I want to say congratulations on that as well. Like you said, this is your third year. Mina, you've been building. And we got sponsors. And we at the W. And we in two states. What? <laughs> That's what we talking about. Ready, set, grow, y'all. Well, you're going to keep seeing this develop every year. So, and this is perfect for this show as well, because if they're watching or listening to this, it's because they are trying to get in the field of entrepreneurship anyway. So get your tickets or, you know, find some type of way to follow Ms. Jennifer King, because she does have the gems on helping you um, start with your entrepreneurship road as well. Thank you. And can I just add, you guys, India, oh, goodness, she's like my little sister. <laughs> I never, she listened to everything I said. She trusts my direction. So, India, thank you, honey. I'm so proud of you. Um, and I know the best is yet to come. Keep growing and keep flowing and i love you i love you no thank you thank you again for just being a part of this for always being there whenever i need you if i reach out you're there it's never no funny business um yes you're still a mentor to me in my eyes i'm telling you those little small details i pay attention all the time that's why i try to structure this uh podcast a certain way and follow through a certain way with certain things but definitely you were one of my inspirations so thank you thank you but if you have made it to the end (laughs) i want to make sure that what did you say in the beginning there's a couple gems that i just want to reiterate um your network is very important 
contracts will save your ass. Also, um, <laughs> never stop. Yeah, that's right. What else was it? Um, say true to your vision. Um, research. Research, research, research. The venues, the guests, the people that you want to work with. Build real genuine connections. Yeah. But thank you all for listening to A Trip to India podcast. If you have not done so already, please hit that subscribe button. What is wrong with you? Um, (laughs) Just so you can continue to meet more amazing women like Ms. Jennifer King. Also, follow me on Instagram at A Trip to India podcast. If you have any questions, if you would like to see more of her, or if you would like to hear something specific or see something on this show, please email me your concerns at askindy at a trip to India podcast.com. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye, <laughs> Bye y'all.